This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another uh, Basher recap here. Uh, it's Tuesday night right after the, well, first episode of Tasha season, basically. I'm here with my buddy as usual. And tonight we have my good friend, my great friend, and the best redhead in Basher in the world. <laughs> Elise, oh. how are you, Elise? Well, geez, that's a good intro. That should be my intro for every podcast. Thank I'll you. Just, yeah, I'll just walk into rooms and introduce you that way as you walk into rooms. No, but Please I think do. people might be surprised, but me and Elise actually are very good friends. We are. Say it, we'll say it, Elise. <laughs> yes. As much as we have tried to keep the secret, Blake and I are... Can I call you like my best guy friend in Bachelor I Nation? Think, wow. I think you I won't be mad about it. That's wow. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, not true. really, because the only guy that I got to meet was Colton, and we're not great friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got some questions about yeah, your season on uh, on that uh, thing I throw up on my stories. So all <laughs> right, <wait>. I'm ready. <laughs> so before we hop into tonight's episode, I want to get your feelings just in general on um Clarendale because we've talked quite a bit about obviously on past recaps but like what are you <laughs> I mean obviously you don't know Claire or anything but how, did you expect the season to go like it did like <laughs> I mean four episodes I try to remain spoiler free um mm-hmm. and it's hard because you know Hannah obviously was on the same season I was and now we have Tasia so like you know you hear gossip and and all of that on the group chat that we're not Mm -hmm. supposed to have. Um, But with Claire, I was so unbelievably excited because as much as I don't want to go into like the rhetoric of like, Oh, everyone should be young. Like everyone, they need to pass older people because everyone's too young for marriage. Well, I kind of agree (laughs) (laughs) Um, as being like the cougar on my season. But I just, I, I love that we also say my season when I certainly wasn't the lead. But um, I was really, really excited for Claire. And I feel like personally, I relate to her a lot, even though I don't know her. Um, we have a lot of shared past experiences of trauma. And so I watched the season a little bit differently than I think uh, the majority of Bachelor Nation did and was kind of just rooting for her. And she yeah. found her person. So God bless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. You kind of watch it through a different lens, definitely. But I agree. Like, everybody's like, she's almost like a villain to a lot of people. I'm like, listen, she didn't do anything wrong. Like, she just happened to fall in love right away and she didn't lead anybody on. Like, what a, you know, what a bad person. Like, she didn't lead anybody on and fake it for a while, you know? So, I don't know. I wish them well. Um, we'll talk about their conversation a little bit because there's some funny moments during that conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll hop into this episode right now. So, basically, the episode starts off. Um, it's technically se- episode five of this season, but really, it's like episode one of Tasha. Episode one. Season. Yeah, exactly. It's like we start over. Yeah, second season. We had two Bachelorette seasons this year. Um, and basically, Tasha comes walking in the room with all the guys sitting there. They don't know what to expect or who to expect. Uh, and Tisha comes walking in and I loved the reactions of the guys. Like all of them were like shocked first of all, and like their jaws dropped when they saw her and also like crazy, crazy excited. And that was pretty cool to see. I'd be, it'd be a good feeling if I was Tasha. Um, a hundred percent. I will also say that last week when I saw her in that dress, my jaw did the same thing as the rest of the guys that is the best dress, like not to talk about fashion. 
that is the best dress I've ever seen on like opening night. The only thing that I hated about it, not the dress, but her entrance was, I just wanted her to have like that bachelorette moment of people arriving in limos and not her just walking in being like, hi, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But their reaction was exactly my reaction when I saw her. She looked unbelievable. Yep. I that dress, yeah. I even said it Absolutely too. I was like stunning. that's that dress is my best. Yeah. That dress is probably my favorite night one dress. Even any dress that any other bachelorette's worn. It was Hands a good pick. Down. Yeah. Honestly, for real. It was it was pretty cool. And I agree with you too. Like I wish she kind of would have had that bachelorette moment, but she kind of did because then that other limo comes up with the new guys. I know it's not like all the guys walking out of the limo, but at least she got like, what, yeah, four, four four guys, I think, come out of that? Yeah, yeah. we only remember one, I'm sure. Uh, two. I feel like, well, I, I remember, remember two. I remember two. I remember Spencer um, and the mustache, Noah. Noah. I remember Noah. Oh, the mustache. Well, that's <laughs> an entity of its own. That's not, it's not even him. It's his own character now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, phenomenal decision to keep the mustache for the bachelorette. Like, I can just imagine the producers like, are you going to shave? He's like, nah, I think I'm going to wear it the whole time. Um, Do you want to know my take on the mustache? I know we're skipping yes, ahead. please, no. Go. I feel like he watched Bachelor in Paradise and it worked for Dean. And he was like, maybe I'll get the like beautiful woman if I look ridiculous. He's no Dean, though. That's the problem. He's no Dean Hunger. That's the problem. Only Dean can pull off a stash Very like true. that. But uh, you're right. He probably was, yeah. Plus, it, was it might just be that quarantine stash. I think we all rocked one. So did oh, I. I had mine. Mean, mine, was I did. Su- <laughs> <laughs> mine was super aggressive. That's so great. I did. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so like, Tasha gets her night one like she does she gets kind of like a night one type night um but then she cancels the rose ceremony which i think was a great idea because she really hasn't you know those guys are already been there for a while like why go ahead and send three or four home so i think that was a good decision on her part and then also before that though like you know spencer came in and kind of was shooting some shots though the minute he walked in the house let's talk about let's backtrack a little bit here what was he thinking what was he thinking he just walks in and goes which one of you scared away, yeah. Claire, or whatever? Like, how'd you guys? I was like, "Whoa, Spencer, it's coming and swinging." Um, not I, a way to make friends. I have words about Spencer. Oh, oh, oh yes, let's hear him. When he came out of the limo, I thought, "Holy Hannah, this guy is," and I'm not talking about Hannah the Beast. That's just my little word, but he is so traditionally good mm. looking. I mean. They should have said that right talked. off the bat. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, yeah he's a good-looking dude. Oh, he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the minute he opened his mouth, I thought you are better as a one-night stand <laughs> than you are as a partner. <laughs> and that's how I read him the second that he opened his mouth. And I don't want to be the person that's like hating on these contestants because we all know how it is to get mm-hmm. critiques, but. I remember my night one thinking that certain people, I'm like, are they like a producer plant? Like, are they like, are they just trying to rile us up with certain people? He felt like that guy. He walked out of the limo so confident. I don't know who stroked his ego before he left, but then walks into a room of men that have been through the ringer the past few weeks and not just with 
the bachelor at scenario, but with COVID and testing and having to quarantine all these things and then having their season, what they thought was cut short. And then this guy walks out like God's gift to women. Mm-hmm. And then he opened his mouth and I thought, no, he's just like, he's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> And I wanted to like, like shout into my television, like Tasia run. Mm-hmm. He's hot, but like, that's all he is. That's what I was going to say. He's good looking, but he knows he's good looking. Like he knows he's a good looking dude. And clearly like he has no problem getting women. I'm sure not only the way that he walked in on the, like, and said the things to the guys, but I feel like night one being the lead, I've never been the lead, but like, I know some leads and they said night one, the thing is, is like, you want somebody to be overly confident you want somebody to be almost aggressive because you're in a weird position. Like, you know, you want, at that point you want like validation almost, you know? So I think Tasha found that in Spencer and she ended up giving him the first impression rose, which was, I have a different, different point of view. Okay. I think that Tasha is undeniably beautiful. I mean, you can't look at her and just think, Mm -hmm. wow, this girl is just stunning. But to me, Spencer was the only guy where it felt like she was not in the leads position when she was talking to him. It was almost like she was uncomfortable. And I think that sometimes both women and men like a challenge. And she, her body language, her demeanor, her voice, everything changed when she was talking to him to the point of it felt like he was the lead in that moment. And I think that that is very intriguing. Okay. For anyone. Interesting. Okay. I mean, that makes perfect sense because, yeah, obviously, like, I think you're getting at, like, Tasha probably doesn't have any problem getting guys to talk to her or anything. And she felt like she was almost trying to, she was trying really hard with him rather than the other way around. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So, maybe that's why. And we'll see how it, how it works out um, because, yeah, I mean, we can get to the preview of next week, but it looks like uh, it's going to get interesting to say the least. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she can't, she gives the first fresh rose to Spencer. Um, then she cancels a group date or the rose ceremony and the guys are super happy. Which is super a super excited. classy movie um, part. Like after all it that is, they had been yeah. through, they didn't need to go. I thought I mean, it was super none of those classy. guys need to go home. No. And, no, hundred um, yeah. percent. She doesn't even know the guy's name. Is going to be <laughs> we at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So, um, any, I'm trying to think of like any other good moments she had kind of with some other guys that night. I mean, she did chat with Brandon and then Chris Harrison. I came in and interrupted well, her. She had some good, good talks with like Blake, who was pretty open off the mm-hmm. bat. Yeah, he was, Jason, he was obviously. Yeah. Which we'll get into more yeah. him later on in this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have so many thoughts about this Look episode. Look at you. Okay. Um, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> let it, let it so, Moving on to, the, to day two. Day two. Uh, Chris Harrison comes in and basically says, hey, everybody's getting a date this week, uh, which also I think is a good move. Um, and it starts out with group date. But before and that, it was the tell-all. The guys. Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk yeah, about that. I always that. have oh, to, to get excited. He's, he's all over yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get excited. I get too excited. Yeah, I forgot there was about... The, there was the Clarendale tell-all was... It was weird that it was just tossed in the middle. Yeah. Like I wish it would have like weird transition. It was weird it was tossed in the middle of everything. Because it went from like yeah, it was a, a very weird transition. of the rest of the season to the tell all yeah. back to Tasha. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was strange. But so yeah, basically they had an after the final rose. Honestly, that's what it seemed like. Um, Dale and Claire sat down with Chris, and Chris was just kind of like checking in, I guess, in a weird way. Um, but there were some pretty funny moments. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I mean, Claire is clearly, I mean, super love, and I think Dale is too. I think Dale is too. Um, but Claire was like over the top at times, like over the top, like wanting everybody to know how in she love pushes she is, showing up, um, quite and a just bit. how excited or showing up. Showing yeah, up quite yeah. a bit. First, yeah, and like him showing up for her. She kept saying that. All right, I'm going to interrupt and say the showing up part, I totally mm-hmm. get. Um, and on my season, you guys didn't see this, but I talked about a lot. Like when you are a quote unquote older woman, you've had dating experience. You've had these relationships where you want to put like your best foot forward in a relationship and someone doesn't give that back to you. Um, For me, it was, and not to be like a sad Debbie Downer, but when my sister died watching like my male figures, my dad, her husband, all this stuff, watching them in those moments completely changed the trajectory of like my dating path because quite frankly, I was, you know, just searching for the hot guy that, you know, (laughs) tickled my fancy at the moment. Um, But then when you see like what an actual partner looks like, who is the person that shows up when she keeps saying shows up, it resonates with me of like, yes, that is what you want because relationships are hard. They just are. And you, if you are finding the right partner for you, you're going to go through hard times. And Claire not only has talked about going through abuse, but like, her dad passing, her mom is not doing well. I'm going to give her an ounce of, of credit for saying that show up thing numerous times. Cause I think that's what probably does resonate for her at this what point in her life. And what she wants. And so far, I mean, Dale's been that guy for her. Dale's been that guy who shows up for her. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I think Dale is into her, but I'm just so scared that she is so, so, so into him. Like, so, so in love with him that if this doesn't work, I don't know. You just get worried for people sometimes, you know? You're like, you're so overly into him. Um, No, I question it too, to be honest, because I think there's a difference between um, what people haven't pinpointed. They've been so cautious about like, oh, did she talk to him before the show? To me, that doesn't matter. It almost matters more that she watched like his Instagram stories because we all put on this facade, right? Like I've had dark days and shown up on Instagram with a smile on my face. And it worries me that maybe she watched these and fell in love with his highlight reel. And then... And I'm not talking poorly about Dale because I don't know him at all. But it is very easy when 2020 has hit all of us hard to watch, I'm sure, to watch someone being this like beacon of light. And he does do all these great things with Special Olympics Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and has a a lot of the same story as she does, like backstory, that it would be very hard not to fall in love with the idea of him. I'm just worried if she's in love with him as a person or has even had the time to fall in love with him as Dale and not Dale from Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And sometimes I remember being in the show, like when I was on my season and I even remember like thinking to myself, like, am I only in love during the, in this environment? Am I only in love because of 
you know, the producers, like the, even being in it, you still have those fears, you know, it's still like a really weird thing you have to go through. So yeah, it ain't I'm easy. I'm drinking to that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it ain't easy. Um, but I, I really like the part too. Where Chris is like, what's next? And Babies. Like, Babies. Babies. <laughs> 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 you could just see Dale like, yeah. Baby. He's like, I literally just got engaged to you in two minutes and now we're going to impregnate you. Okay, great. <laughs> Sometimes I just wish we could just like read uh, Dale's mind, just like what he's thinking. I don't know, but they oh. seem super into each other. I'm rooting for him really hard. Claire deserves happiness, you know, and I hope Dale we gives that do. to her. Yeah, everybody does. You're right. But I feel like Claire's, this is her fifth time on the show, you know, and she's like done it everything in every different way. So hope it works out for her. Um, yeah. So it was interesting. This little weird little sit down. I'm sure we're going to see him again. I bet we'll see him at the very, very, very end of this season too. So we'll see. Hopefully they're still together. Um, so yeah, another transition out of that uh, in back into Tasha's season. Uh, and she announces they're going on a group date. Uh, and this group date is the, I mean, it's water polo, yeah, it's basically, basketball. right? I mean, it's like water basketball. Yeah, it's like water basketball. Um, and it gets aggressive. It gets super aggressive. Uh, once again, Spencer seems to be in the middle of the uh, conflict because he's rubbed the guys. Like, in every... Like, he literally did everything wrong if you want to make friends. Maybe he doesn't want to make friends, so that's fine. But it's such a, like, West Side story right now. Like, new guys versus old guys. And Spencer <laughs> seems to be in the middle of it. And... They don't like him at all. They got it. They punched him in the face, basically. Which, uh, yeah, which, yeah. So, I feel bad. For, okay. Do you guys feel for Spencer, or do you think he's just like he? he Not asked at for all. Really? Okay. No. No, I you don't. Think he asked for this. Um, Riley was like my like dark horse from even like when Claire was on. I just loved him. I lost a little bit of that with mm. some of his commentary this episode, but. Spencer just, oh, I don't know if he like triggers like any ex boyfriend I've ever had say, or what like it is. Some, I was gonna say, do you have some PTSD here from some he's past He's so uh, fun to look at. <laughs> he's so fun to look at. But I just want him to not talk again. <laughs> and that's how I felt this whole episode. Is like, what are you trying to prove? You're pretty. We all see that, and I understand. Well, I shouldn't say understand. I can't understand what it's like to go into a situation where people are already invested in this in this crazy bachelor world, and then you walk in. But the, he just lacks a lot of humbleness. Mm-hmm. Is that a mm-hmm. good way to put it? Yeah. So yeah I yeah. don't have a whole lot of empathy for him. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think he's he's definitely to a point asked for it um i don't know if it's almost actually some of his insecurities coming in i know like by like acting trying to like peacock almost you know like guys sometimes get in and they start to peacock because they feel like i don't know maybe they're insecure about certain things uh i don't know but you're right he's there's something there that rubs a lot of people the wrong way clearly not just you at least like other <laughs> other people too <laughs> um but yeah he gets he gets like an elbow to the face and then Atasha comes to the, you know, comes to the rescue and there's a medic and they like, you know, whatever. They like bandage him up. Um, and then the team. So let me give this. If I miss this, tell me, Eric. But like, basically, it was like dodgeball, right? Like if one team won, then that team got to spend the night with Tasha, right? No. But they all, they all went on. The but they all ended up, right? I think okay, that's what I thought. Because I, I one time with her, right? 
Is that what it was? Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Cause I was, yeah. Cause I was confused by that because I saw Blake being like, Oh my God, I lost again. But then Kenny you know, was on the like, losing like, team and had time with her. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the prize really was. Yeah. On, on that. Yeah, I don't really know either. Um, it was that trophy. Well, they I guess. said it was versus uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. So yeah. I guess the losing team got, got, the got bar hot dogs. And a barbecue. Hot dogs. They'll say which one's worse. I don't <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, she got some good alone time with a couple of the guys actually. Um Taisha, I mean, we know Taisha. She's super easy to talk to. Like super easy to talk to. She's a smart woman, super easy to conversate with. Uh and I these guys seem to be like and this could be editing, you know, they, they didn't show the guys really with Claire very much, but the guys seem to be way more, I don't know, open and laid back and into Tasha than I guess they were with Claire. Now, like I said, they could just be showing this and they didn't show that with Claire. Uh, but a few of the guys seem to already be super into her, which I'm not shocked by, I guess. Yeah. I'm not shocked at all. The thing that like Tasha and I weren't close until right before I left. Um, but the thing about her that resonated with me that they said tonight on the show is when she walks in a room, you notice. Mm-hmm. And even as a female, you notice. <laughs> so I 100% agree that those guys were just smitten with her. Yeah. Like she's a very easy presence to be around. She's warm. She has a smile that is like from ear to ear. Um, but I also think it's interesting for me to watch her as someone that isn't that close with her, but knows her and can kind of read her body language that she, to me, it, might show who she's interested in and who she's not. So who did you get from like that night from the group? Well, date? Like, who I don't did you know feel their like names. She... I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, that's Zach. I, can help. Zach. I was just going to say, I, yep, that's what I, I was wrote say. chemistry yeah. with an apostrophe. Which is funny. It goes back to the comments that you made at the beginning of the show. Exclamation point. I'm tired. <laughs> Going back to the comments you made at the beginning of the show with like the older cast, Zach is the like the older guy in the group now he's 36 yeah. 37 i think he had said mm. well yeah that is older and she's mm-hmm. 29 right yeah she said 29 so but i agree i think they had really good chemistry um she seems super i just the way i the way when i watch these conversations um i think if they're comfortable with each other like and it's not awkward and there's no like weird body language or weird awkward silences you know there's something there and they definitely didn't have any of those things. They were talking that they freaking made out for a solid like five minutes, which was, which was weird to see. It's gross to see. I hate watching people make out on television, but you got to feel um, like you said, you got to feel yeah. the producers just listening to that. Yeah. I actually told the story the other day. I don't remember one, <laughs> but I remember there was a moment when the me and Beck were making out. Sorry. Yeah, the sound guys. And I remember looking over at the producers and they were backs to us because they couldn't watch <laughs> us anymore make out or listen to us. It's a weird thing. Oh, man. But I agree. I think Zach is going to be there for a while, for sure. He's For sure. Yeah. He's a big one. Um, also, she had a moment with um, Easy. Mm-hmm. Was it Easy, right? Yeah, Easy got the rose. Easy? So. Yeah, he, he got the rose. That's right. Um, Easy seems like a cool dude. He seems pretty... I don't know, laid back. Um, and Tasha clearly is into him, it seemed. Um, but yeah, I forgot. He got the group date rose. So he did something right that night, for sure. I, uh, honest to God, forgot that she gave him the group date rose. He seems kind of forgettable to me. <laughs> he's gotten a decent like amount easy. of airtime this season, though. Yeah, he's gotten a lot of screen time. I'm kind of shocked by that. He has. Yeah. I really feel has. like the they might be doing a really good job with editing this season of 
only given you a glimpse of the front runners. That's my that's my take on this. So I always love just watching seasons like that. Like how much they show the front runner because they know they're going to get airtime at the end. So why show them early? Exactly. So they do. Yeah, they do very small, like, yeah, glimpses. Um, and especially now, some of these guys I hadn't seen before. Like Brandon, even like mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Brandon before tonight at all. Or Ed, was the sleepy this. little yeah, guy. Yeah, Ed too. Like I just, <laughs> I was. There's a lot of these people I didn't know were here, but um, which is, I think, I think that's a good thing though, because like these guys who were in Claire, and I, let's just go into it, Jason. Um, some of these guys oh. that were into Claire, they can't all of a sudden turn around and you know flip the switch and be into Tasha. I think some of them are going to maybe try. But I think Jason's a good I think there's only of, two guys that are left that were in Declare anyways, Blake and Jason at this point. Blake they and showed. Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason and Blake. But Jason actually said, like, I'm, I was in love with Claire, which I was shook that he actually said the word L, the L word. That date it. must have just, just stuck with him. I, that, that was it from the second yeah, episode? Yeah, it was right away. I love him. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> I do. I love him for my own arc of like, I wish that's how I left the show so gracefully <laughs> instead of in a white dress and acting Yours like I'm leaving as a brat. It was not, you're being very nice. It was nothing graceful about it. It was 17 hour jet lag with a lot of tequila and tears in a white dress. There was nothing graceful about my exit, but he didn't throw anyone no. under the bus Mm-mm. and just if anything like, he talked about I mean, he, he had yeah, that comment he was like their cheerleader yeah, yeah made the comment he's, he's like the there's man. i'm the one of 19 guys out there and i'm the only one that feels this way like he was completely yeah, honest like, that was you, super yeah. class act move yeah big fan i'm a massive fan of him i will be honest i watched that date and thought holy how this is um representative of 2020 where everyone needs a little therapy and he definitely got it on the date Mm -hmm. but normally a first date people don't realize this in like the bachelor world a first date is not you know coffee and like i'm going to talk about my highlight reel and the best things about myself you're like let me tell you everything i've ever done wrong in my life and the hardest things i've ever been through because i need to open up so quickly And I think what resonated with me with him was he was not super comfortable doing that, but did it anyways Mm -hmm. for her benefit and for like that date's Mm -hmm. benefit. You could see he was so uncomfortable the entire time. Um, But I would just imagine if you go on a normal first date in the real world, you go to coffee or drinks and you have very like superficial conversation that was one of the only dates I can remember in like bachelor history where it felt like a date you would have a year down the line where you're Mm -hmm. talking about, here's all of my family drama. Here's what I've gone through. I don't know. I just, I have a soft spot for that man. I do too. That date was super intense. And I think even he, 
like you said, he was uncomfortable because he's never probably done anything like, I mean, not many people have first date, let alone, you know, a year down the road. And I think it bonded him. Like, I think he opened up like he's never opened up before and it bonded him to Claire and he just isn't able to move on, which I respect. And him actually being honest about it, I respect to. He could have stayed on and gotten some more followers if he wanted, but he was like, nah, this isn't fair to Claire and this isn't fair to the guys either. And the guys seem to really like him. I always look at that. If the other guys like somebody, yeah. I think that says a lot about who that person is. And I, all the guys seem to really, really like that guy. So, yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of Jason. I think we're I mean, all He was super Jason. vulnerable. Yeah. Me too. Bring him to the beach. Oh, he'll be there, I'm sure, yeah. right? I, I, uh, I creeped him. Yeah, I, he'll be on the beach for sure. I creeped him on Instagram, though, and he seems super low-key. He only posted once since the show began. And, yeah, he's just like, it's super low-key. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because he he's won't go dealing to with his family drama after them watching that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, he's fires. He's been on the <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Elise, drunk Elise is my favorite. Drunk, tired Elise is I'm my not, favorite. I'm not drunk. I'm You're tired. You're just drinking Aperol. You're drinking and tired. It's a good mix. Um, so, yeah. So, Jason leaves, and that's kind of how that date ended, or that day ended. Um, and she's waking up, and, of course, you know, she's talking about, like, are the guys here for me? Or are they just, am I, you know, second choice? And she takes, she decides to take Brendan on this. Is it Brendan, Brendan. or Brandon? Brendan. Mm-hmm. Brendan. Brendan on this date and this date, I don't know why, but I thought it was so funny with Chris Harrison just like running around. That's because that's, I was that's because dying. he wants to make sure they don't fall. So she doesn't fall God. in love and they need to find a third lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. But like she comes walking up, she grabs a horse, he hops on the horse. And normally these kinds of dates, you're like riding a horse on the beach. Or you're like, you know, in Portugal or somewhere riding a horse. And they're just oh, riding around front the drive. with Chris Harrison. Yeah. Do you know what it reminded me of? And I can't think of his name, but remember like old Paradise Seasons where that amazing Jorge? bartender before well, yes! Yes, Jorge, yeah. Chris stood in place of Jorge. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Like where he just showed up and yeah. they were like, Chris, what are you doing? Go go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> go golf, Chris. Go back to your eight, yeah, go play 18. Like, yeah. <laughs> or as the you know horrible person from this show says, go drink a mimosa. <laughs> go hang out. Like, why did he keep showing up? That was my honest to god favorite part of this episode yeah. is him on a scooter and him running around i'm like that man is working for his money so great um yeah that, i don't know why it was just a funny like yeah the way they edited it and everything it was just fantastic but it's true like this is such a weird season because they can't leave the resort so like they gotta get creative with dates and this was one where they just like rode horses around the resort it's about as good as um, it's gonna well, get you've been on a one-on-one yeah. You know how actually, like, it's condensed to, what, 30 minutes on television, but in real life, it's hours and hours. Mm -hmm. So the whole Mm -hmm. time they were on horses, I thought, how many laps have they done around this hotel? (laughs) That's so true. And they couldn't go back towards the guys. They probably had half the resort just doing laps. I mean, just back and forth. (laughs) Not even a lap, just back and forth. Uh, so that was pretty funny. And and the whole time Brandon's talking about, like, I want to kiss her, but Chris Harrison keeps popping up. (laughs) So great. It was good stuff by the editing. Harrison was stuff. the can I say cock yeah. block? Yeah, cock block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> he was a cock block for sure. Uh, so they finally, editing. Yeah. So they finally got rid of him. They finally get rid of Chris Harrison. <laughs> uh they go to the night portion of the date. And this was cool. And again, you're right. Like I could see Taisha just how into him 
she was by like she first of all she didn't stop smiling like the entire time and she's mm. a smiley person but she was smiling the entire time um and very giddy um i don't know like giggly um and i just thought it was funny the way she was like so like why are you still single because i hate that question i get asked that sometimes like what's wrong with you why are you single it's like jesus i mean i don't know if i knew that answer i wouldn't be single uh but he actually did have like kind of a reason he was like well basically he said you know i was married young to you know my best friend yeah, basically it sounds like sweetheart. we grew up together yeah high school so they said they like elementary school they knew each other but high school sweethearts got married uh didn't work out and they're divorced at this point um and newly divorced it sounded like right did he give a date or time or anything like that Mm-mm. i don't think he did i didn't catch that but they i think he actually like, it was it. pretty pretty fresh it seemed like um but I know Tasha has been divorced. So this, I, I, I knew it would, and it did. It bonded them, it seemed like. She she kind of like let down her walls even more a little bit and was like, I've been through that experience as well. So that was huge for the two of them and their relationship, I think. I also think that like on Colton season, she really didn't touch on that a whole lot. So it kind of introduced her backstory. So it was genius, whether it was her or you know, the team right. saying like, this should be your one-on-one. Um, it gave us insight to him, but also like an introduction to like what her life has been and way, why she is the bachelorette and mm-hmm. has, has some dating experience and marriage even. Yeah. And I think when I can't put myself in those shoes, cause I've never been through a divorce, but that has to teach you some lessons along the way. A thousand percent. Yeah. And, I don't know. I, I, you're right. There are probably some viewers that had no idea Tasha was even married at one point and then divorced. Like I guarantee there are a lot of viewers. Did yeah. you know, Eric? Did you know it before you did know? So I like, I think you're right. It was, it was brilliant in a way. Cause it, it brings, I guess, more to Tasha's quote unquote character, you know, like a deeper, I don't know. You understand her a little bit more. Um, but I like Brendan a lot. That dude. Seems, so he's like the opposite of Spencer. The super man is, humble. he seems very humble, Genuine. super humble, super just, he seems like, what did he say? He said something to the effect of like, I know it's not sexy to be an all around guy or anything, something like that. And I was like, what a line. Look at you, Brendan. What a line. Um, I like that guy I, a lot. I like him for her a lot. That's a good. Way and not just because of the divorce stuff, but they just seemed comfortable. Like they were friends talking, which doesn't always happen, especially in this world where there's camera people around. And it's a very uncomfortable situation. They've just looked yeah, very they complimented relaxed. complimented each other like pretty that. well. Yeah, that's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they really did. Um, yeah, I just think, I think he's going to be around for a very long time. And they kind of ended the the date with some fireworks and making out and everything which is how you know if it's a date like that that man's going to be around for that was kind of your so. tell too but i'm right? shocked so From your season fireworks and yeah, vegas the, yeah mm-hmm. it was yeah i mean <laughs> they don't yeah like i've never seen an episode besides you leave <laughs> <laughs> oh good great awesome both times you mean my fucking failed proposal that's the only wow. episode you've seen shots fired <laughs> No wonder you didn't. Let's talk. No, we'll talk about later how much Elise didn't like me and had this like feeling. Oh, of, I didn't oh, like you at all. No, she hated me. Like she thought before she met me, she thought I was some kind of like, I don't even know. We'll get into that. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, but I, but like kind so of what tired. you <laughs> kind of what you said, Eric, like I feel like the producers right now are like, what the hell? 
Like, because Tasha seems so into Brandon. At one point, yeah. she's like, I'm ready. To this is kind of the Brandon. same thing. Like, what from the- Claren and Dale. <laughs> yeah, like- mm-hmm. Okay. I have to interrupt. <laughs> I have watched the show and enjoy, I'll be honest, I enjoy the production. I enjoy the editing. I really do mm-hmm. because it, it gives us a narrative to follow. Something was slipping this episode. I don't know if it was Frankenbiting or what, but she was, I could see from just like body language, she was very into it. It was comfortable conversation, but I think they might be leaning into the Claire scenario and trying to get the audience to think that like Tasha is going to do the exact same thing. And as little as I know of Tasha, yes, we're on the season together, but like I said, we, we didn't really connect until later on. Um, I would be highly suspicious that she was going to pull Claire. Yeah, that's actually a great point. I think maybe they're building up that. And then so that this audience is shocked when she falls for somebody else or two more people or three more people, you know? So I think you're right. Maybe the the editing is kind of pushing towards that, but even if it wasn't, even if it was editing, like she still said some of those things, which I'm shocked by. I mean, you're right. Maybe she didn't say it about them at that point, him at that point. (laughs) We know how that can work, but I would mean the way she was, some of the things that were edited and she was saying, I was shocked as a viewer. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. That's kind of how the, the episode ended. Um, it kind of ended with that, uh, the end of that one-on-one. Um, and then the preview, let's talk about that preview. Uh, looks like there's like some fist fights, some wrestling chasing gets into some drama. It looked like, and that guy's been super low key the whole time. Uh, looks like the, the guys GPJ gonna... of this episode, like, yeah, you're right. I feel yeah, like yeah, you're right. Um, just all of a sudden snap kind of thing. Um, I don't know though. It looks like these guys are going to get, which I knew was going to happen. They're going to fall for Tasha. They're going to fall pretty hard. And when feelings are actually involved, that's when the drama starts. Um, and guys obviously get super like, um, you know, I'm fucking toxic masculinity and like we're going to fight each other um and it looks like that happens this next episode uh which i'm kind of not gonna lie i'm kind of excited to see (laughs) i just think it's as much as i enjoyed i really actually did enjoy like the claire and dale like they're happy that's the Mm -hmm. whole point of this show but i'm enjoying getting back to the format like in 2020 the world is chaos i'm excited to get back to normalcy of of what we can expect from this show. Is that terrible to say? No, no we, uh, <laughs> me and Eric, literally, that. the first thing we said when we hopped on, we like, it's finally back to like traditional Bachelorette episode. Like that felt like an actual like traditional Bachelorette episode. And it was refreshing. Like it really was refreshing. Um, and I hope it continues that way. And I think it will. Um, but yeah, I like this episode a lot. Tasha's is, a, you know, Tasha and Claire are very different people. And so... Like this was, this really is like a completely new season and the guys, even the guys seem new to us. So I'm excited for this, this season with Tasha. So. Besides Harvard guy, I've never seen any of these people in my life. <laughs> <For real? laughs> so it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like it really does feel like we have a whole new cast. It's bizarre. Uh, yeah. Uh, lot to come. It looked like a lot to come. So uh, let's ask some questions. We asked the, the crowd, the crowd, what the hell, the live crowd. We asked some followers, some uh, questions for Elise here. And I got a, I got a few for you. Yeah. Take we a, might, take a well just up finish, a it. finish it. Chug that thing. Um, no, they're All not. Right, so here we go. They're not. so bad. Oh, she kind of did. <laughs> um, I regret that decision. Go ahead. <laughs> So first question, and I actually kind of have always kind of wondered this too. Um, This is from soon to be Miss Sandine. 
Mrs. Sandy. Oh, well, congratulations yeah. on your engagement. Sandy, oh, I get it. Soon to be Mrs. <laughs> Sandy, and I get it. Um, why didn't you go on Paradise? We fell in love with you on your season, and we want you to find love, Elise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so why don't you do it on Paradise? Why didn't you go to Paradise? Uh, when I left the show, behind the scenes, it was very clear to production and to me that I was over it when I left. Um, I feel like had I been on a different season, this has nothing to do with Colton. It has a lot to do with um, my career and being a makeup artist and seeing behind the scenes. I was so hyper aware the entire time that I didn't allow myself a moment's peace to just enjoy it. Um, besides my one-on-one. Otherwise, there was a lot of very young girls on my mm. season. And I felt like the mom, like I had to take care of everyone and protect them. So I was so in my head that when I left the season, I'm sure the producers all went, thank Jesus, she's gone. Yeah. Um, and then. Because they did approach then, you about Paradise, right? No, I approached them. Oh, I said. Uh, to one of the producers, you know, I might be more open than I thought. And then we had a long conversation and we moved forward with the process. But by the time that I was supposed to leave, it was very clear that I wouldn't have made a connection with anyone that was there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. But and I was do... packed. My bag. Were you were really? Packed. Oh, so you were. So, oh, yeah. You were that close. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Okay. We it, there was a a text message that came through, uh, a few days before I was supposed to leave. I think it was the best for you because, like, being down there, I'm trying to knowing you, especially the way I know you now, how how close we are. Like, I don't think there was any guys down there that were for you. So I think it was definitely no. uh, the right move. Yeah. I definitely think it was the right decision. Would you go down? Let's just say this year, like if let's say there's a guy, Jason, let's Spencer. just say there's a guy that like maybe Spencer, Spencer. Yeah. You're clearly in love with Spencer. <laughs> would, would you, would you be interested in maybe doing paradise if they reach out to you? I've been in quarantine by myself this year. <laughs> I would give, I'll be honest. I don't even care if it leads to a romance. I would just be happy to be in six feet of people at this point. That's great. <laughs> Put me on a beach, give me an umbrella and a lot of sunscreen and let me talk to people and I'll be thrilled. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, we're all there. We Dating and quarantine is, is not kind. It's brutal. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, next question from SS level lady two, uh, is your red hair natural? Yes. I have not <laughs> dyed my hair in years. I posted a picture on Instagram of the last time I colored my hair and it turned out like purple and I looked very goth, um, which I kind of love. I was saying there's a lot of things in here about like, we need a ginger bachelorette and we love your red hair. You're gorgeous. The next, um, Question for you. Oh, okay. Other than me, of course. <laughs> Who is your biggest crush in Bachelor Nation? <laughs> let's talk. Wait, before you answer that, let's talk about what you, how much you hated me before <laughs> you fucking met me. She literally told the producers that she wouldn't go on my season. That's literally what she told the producers. Oh, if you would have been The Bachelor that year? If I was The Bachelor, Elise said she will not go on my season. Tell, the, tell, tell everyone how you just judged me. 
judged a book by its cover. <laughs> oh, this is great. No, if I judged it by its cover, I would have thought you were hot and been like, yes, oh, sign me up. That was a little backhanded compliment. I'll take that. Yeah, so you it was. Mouth, Blake. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were kind of a Spencer. No, I'm just kidding. You were incredibly, I'm just kidding. Um, my impression of you is from, and again, I didn't watch the entire season, but there was this one moment and like I told you when you said they had gone through a breakup and that you were like on the couch and your family is consoling you. And I went, Oh no, no, (laughs) like, no, (laughs) this guy is too much. I, I need a man that can go, okay, when shit hits the fan, I'm going to like stand up and get back to life. And when, it was just that one tiny clip and I went, Ooh, I think I'm too old for him, which is <laughs> oh, that hysterical was you, oh. because then I like showed up for, <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. As much as Colton, and I have just such massive, uh, different lifestyles and different experiences and dating. Um, and I'm not even talking about, his virginity i'm talking about just experience of like i've dated people i've been engaged i've done all of these things i felt like you just i I don't want a man that needs a cheerleader from his family (laughs) i want someone that like gets up and goes oh my god please edit this out this is no way this is staying in hate on you no no she but then but then it gets better but then you met me what are we talking about and now (laughs) well hold on i was hoping and like no disrespect to (laughs) well no disrespect to caitlin because i think they're such a beautiful beautiful unbelievable couple and i've seen them in person together and they're undeniably great for each other but i was praying that it was jason (laughs) i remember you telling me that you wanted jason really bad (laughs) yeah colton physically i was like yep great Mm -hmm. um jason intellectually yes sign me up Mm -hmm. and you i would have stayed in (laughs) (laughs) okay this has been fun we're gonna delete this whole fucking episode (laughs) oh but now she loves me now we're bffs Yes, you're my favorite. (laughs) I love you dearly. Like, I absolutely love you. I just didn't know I was going to love you. (laughs) Yeah, I remember the first time we met at that. Was that the first time you guys met? I feel like you were even... Yeah, was it Bachelor Live on stage in Arizona? It wasn't the first time that we talked, though. No, no. You DM'd me during Paradise, actually. That's right. You reached out and you were like... Yeah, I wrote you a big novel. Yeah, you wrote something really sweet. Yeah. You were like, um, but I started out with, I'm not hitting on you (laughs) and I'm not sliding into your DMs. I'm coming at you from a place of just kindness. But I fucking hate (laughs) you. That's what I said. Literally, what she said. (laughs) That's literally what she said. No, but that was, that's right. I forgot we had DM'd a little bit um, during Paradise and everything. Um, showed a little support. And then, yeah, we talked in Arizona, but I remember even in Arizona, you were like, I feel like even then you were like, thinking i was a dude d-bag i were like you know like this fucking sensitive head case like that's what i felt like you thought oh man that's funny i have no um, comment 
<laughs> Good stuff. But now um, I absolutely love you, and you are my absolute favorite person. Mm, thank you. That's really all I wanted from this. Mail. I was fishing from the beginning of this question to get a compliment <laughs> from you. <laughs> thank you for giving me. We I haven't needed. even gone to the question. We've just been talking this whole time. Get to oh yeah, who's your vaccination crush? Who's your vaccination crush? Oh. Other than me. Other than me. Um. Yeah, season cl- included. Ooh. The season can count. Oh, okay. Mm, I I just don't like know anyone, but I will say it's not a crush. But I just want to see if Mr. Harvard is that much of like American Psycho <laughs> Christian Bale in real life. Like I want to have martinis and sit down with him. I don't know if that's romantically because I'm not physically necessarily attracted to him, but I'm so curious about like who he is yeah. in real life. I like him but a lot. I like from, I'll say from Hannah's season, it was Dustin. Oh, really? And Ooh. we have the same birthday. Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Have you ever talked to him? Yeah, he didn't so. care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we'll tag him in this, but now we won't. No, we Sorry, we still Another should. teaser. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, um, but I agree about Bennett. I like, I like Bennett. Like his little blooper at the end of the episode was fantastic. Talking about the mustache. Oh Noah's God. mustache. He seems like a pretty funny dude. And I... Th- the thing is, like, Nicole and I, I think people could see from the season, like, we never got close, but Nicole was such an amazing narrator for the mm-hmm. season, and mm-hmm. that, to me, is Bennett. Like, I don't care if him and Tasha have a connection. I just want him to stay long enough to give us the background of what's going on. <laughs> no, I, Yeah, I agree. He reminds me of, like, a more intelligent Jordan Kimball. Like, I think he's more, like... I don't know, like, I guess more like, because he's older and stuff, like just a more distinguished Jordan Kimball. Like, I guess that's the word I'd use. More eloquent. Yeah, more eloquent. Yeah, Jordan Kimball. So, yeah, I like the guy. So we'll see. Hopefully, I think he will stick around for a little bit just to narrate and stuff. Totally. Oh, God, I hope so. I think he will. Um, Let's see. Any other questions here? Oh, this is a good one. Do you ever feel pressure to date somebody in Nation? No, I get that there's a shared experience and why people from Bachelor Nation date each other. It takes the element of what are your intentions away and you do have this very weird shared experience that you can bond over, but I'm, I just don't care. I just want to meet someone that whether they're from this show or not, that we connect and as cliche as it sounds, like, I just want a partner and I don't care what their backstory is. Yeah. No, I agree. And I figured that would be your answer. You're one of the real ones. Like, I know you don't need Instagram to chill and everything. So <laughs> as nice as it is. but <laughs> Yeah, for sure. It's nice um, to have Instagram following, but I just, I find it. You don't it. need it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need it. No, I, I get it. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Elise. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't know that much about you because you didn't get like <laughs> to open up a ton on Colton season. So we're going to have to have you on for an actual episode one of these days. That would be good. We're going to do that down the I road. I would love that after okay. a nap. <laughs> okay. But Ben Higgins you know. did have a question for you. Why haven't you asked me on a date? <laughs> he didn't ask me. He asked you. <laughs> he did. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ben playing wingman. He's always wingman and for me, that guy. He wants me to find somebody so bad. 
<laughs> but you know what? Oh, I am coming out there in do. December, Elise, and we're going to hang out in December. There we go. We're spoiler. Christmas. Spoiler. We're well, having Christmas spoil together. Spoil it all. Spoiler. Yes, we are. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on, Elise. Love yeah, you. Appreciate it. Yeah, where can people find you real quick? Oh, my God. At Elise Michelle underscore Mua, which doesn't sound a kiss noise, Mua. It's makeup artist. <laughs> yeah, makeup artist, guys. I actually didn't know that for a very long time. I was like, why are all these people have Mua at the end of their profiles? But it means makeup artist. So she is a makeup artist, guys. Um, so check her stuff out. But yeah, thanks for coming on, Elise. Love you. And um, yeah, see you, see you soon. See you in like three weeks or so. See you in three weeks.